All right, boys. Well, this is uh, this is one for the books, I think. This is uh, well, this is the story of the Tennessee deer, and this is the most stressed out I've ever been in my life hunting a deer post post shot for sure. I like, saw I saw Lee actually turn palish green. Well, I was totally not surprised at all, and the only information I have from this is. Basically what everyone has at this point, which is the Lee, most. Lee's typically killing somewhere between 160 and 190-inch deer every weekend <laughs> in Tennessee. Okay, I got that. that. That was normal. I fully expected that. But then there is a picture that I saw of an officer with a deer rifle, and then I call you to find out what's going on, and you're like, uh, we'll talk about this later. I got to go. So, <laughs> yeah, congrats, so congrats on a really awesome deer. Thank you. And now I'm ready for the store. <laughs> So that was actually a totally unrelated Different. incident. <laughs> that was oh great! Totally wow. Oh, this is going to be a long sit. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Totally we're, unrelated. We're really in for it. For, yeah. uh, for sure, the wildest, most stressful twenty-four hours probably of of my whole life. I mean, you know, pretty yeah, pretty much the most stressful twenty-four hours of my life. Uh, you you don't Kendall. You so we've got Kendall, we've got Jay, and we've got Cody. Um, so we got running four deep here. Cody and I are uh, basically packing up today. We're going up to some northern states door knocking. Um, coming back here for the Georgia opener. Hopefully going to connect that opening weekend, but then we're going straight to Kansas. And I'm like super pumped to get back to Kansas. That's awesome. Um, well, well, I am leaving opening day Georgia to go to New Mexico to shoot an elk. So I'm going to be here by myself. You will be here by yourself. I'll be here, bud. Okay, yeah. Me and you will just have a hopefully a deer party. Yeah. Well, I am going dove hunting tomorrow. So I'm going dove hunting tomorrow, Oh, too. really? Yeah, for the first time Good in several years. Because, like, it's it's kind of on the way north where we're headed, and we're just pit stopping, yeah. doing a dove hunt. And I'm like... Oh, that'd be fun. Oh, yeah. It's so just you're hunting a, the, so another state? No, well, it's, it's Georgia, Georgia. Okay. yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. But we haven't been able to do that in, in years, and I'm, like, just excited to, like, mellow out, yeah. shoot some birds with some buddies, and have a good time. But Kendall was not there for the, the cop incident. So, I mean, you've gotten details of the story. Okay. Have you gotten the full story yet? Or is this kind of the first time you're hearing the full I've details? I've not heard the story other than a string of texts and pictures. Okay. I have a vision that you shot this deer, you're tracking it, some Yahoo sees the deer, grabs a rifle, and comes running through the woods, and he's chasing the deer. That's that's kind of what I've dreamed up. Yeah, no, it's it's <laughs> so, it's not that. It's actually way worse. <laughs> no way. All right. Well, there's two stories here. There's two you're, separate you're, stories. Yeah, you're right. you're, you're confused. I of course was with you for your journey. I can just see some dude just <laughs> sneaking through with a rifle trying to kill your deer. <laughs> well, yes, I guess we'll just get into it. Okay, let's go. Um, I uh. There are, for me, um, and and I hope this is like, I, I learned a huge lesson from this deer. Like a, it, it was one hundred percent a mistake on my part that has not happened yet. Like this was a a, a, a situation that, um, you know, it's, it's not like we're ten twenty years into filming. Like we're still most of the stuff that I've filmed is, has honestly been self filmed too. So it's like, you know, there are still situations that we have not yet, have yet to encounter hunting with a camera guy and hunting with someone where you've got more to the equation than just you hunting. There's, there's capturing it to share in videos. And that's like a really important part of what we do is like sharing the story with people that like to follow along. But I, I learned a huge, huge lesson uh, from this deer. And it was to always, always, always put the animal first especially when filming. And I had a perfect, I mean, Tennessee, you can't bait it, These deer are just grazing. You know, it's not like you're drawing them in with feed and a deer's going to be in front of you for 10, 20 minutes until he offers you like the right shot. It's happening quick. I mean, these deer are moving oh, and yeah. it's like when they present you the shot, you take it. This deer came in and offered me like the shot that as a bow hunter that you look for, like I've, I've always thought that like when you're in the stand and a deer's in front of you that you're after, it's, it's a combination of patience, but also not hesitating. 
that you're patient because I feel like more oftentimes than not, when a deer is in bow range, he will give you that opportunity. Mm. And when he gives it to you, you cannot hesitate. You have to take it. And this deer came in and he came like 15 yards broadside, like literally the, you could, I could not have placed the deer better. I couldn't have asked for a better situation to shoot this deer. I mean, he's not even looking, he's not aware of us at all. He's licking his opposite like shoulder, just exposing the vitals. And my pen is settled on this deer for 20, for sure, 20 full seconds. And my camera guy's like, no, no, no. Like oh the, my the whole time that I'm on him, he's, he's no. t- pulling me off of him. And, and like, you know, I, I, he couldn't get the deer on. It, it was a chaotic from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a place that, um, you know, an area we've had permission for a while, but have never killed a deer at this spot. And I ended up seeing this deer uh, Friday night when the season opened from the stand. He was in a creek ditch drinking water. And so we went to the next day trying to get spots to get on this deer. So we ended up getting a new spot. We, we go in, you know, hang a, hang a saddle, hang a tethered. And first off, the deer, we see the, the whole bachelor group coming. They come off this hill, and my property stops going up to this hillside at probably like 30 yards. Well, this deer takes the trail at 40, 35 to 40. And I could have killed him right there, like 100%. But had to had to pass on him because he's just off of our property but what i was thinking these deer were doing and what they ended up doing was they would work that hillside down and they would come down to the creek and kind of work the creek i mean it's it's 100 degrees Hmm. these deer are drinking water i mean they're just wanting to be in that low-lying kind of cooler area so they start working back towards us and um you know like it was it was chaos in the tree i mean i was at full draw for probably three minutes two to three minutes Unreal. but the deer comes in like great footage and he, where he just comes to 15 yards and stops is behind like some trees and branches and vines and stuff and i i we had a camera guy that we use a lot that was that was originally planning to be there for that weekend and um he had some stuff come up we had to scramble to find somebody and, and had a good buddy of ours who's who's definitely fully capable like does a good job with the camera but i think that like someone who does that for a living would have, you know, been able to sort of find a way to get mm-hmm. the deer on camera in any way, shape or form. But regardless of that, uh, the animal comes first in my opinion. And I passed on that, that very, very high odds kill shot opportunity. Yeah. yeah. And that to me is the most, like I've lost sleep over this. I've been stressing myself to know. And like, this has unsettled me like horribly because like, I love these animals deeply, like, yeah. like deeply. Like I'm an animal lover at heart for sure. Yeah. Like I, I deeply care about these deer and the fact that I passed on like that perfect opportunity because the camera wasn't on them. Perfect. It, yeah. Everything was perfect. And I, I was, it was in that moment, like I was too worried about the filming and the footage and, and all that stuff. And instead of being a hunter first and, and putting the animal first and taking that shot because it was a chip shot. Right. And that is my biggest lesson learned with this deer is that like the, 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 the footage should come second. And, and, and if that means that we end up having not as like fantastic footage as some of these other shows out there, like that, that's a, I'm okay by that personally. I just like, I, I guess I kind of want that to be known that like I'm, putting the animal first the filming comes second and if that means we don't get like the the kill shot shot. always on camera like then i'm okay with that look it's about the story it's not necessarily about the shot yeah 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 and i I think like obviously we have some super skilled guys like cody is ridiculous with the camera i mean in kansas last year (laughs) we were spotting stalking the milo and he held this you know heavy camera in the air for like five full minutes <laughs> filming this deer a long time. and uh terrible, terrible it's like we have some extremely skilled guys and like i'm just going to rely on them to do the best best job they know how and if they get it great and if they don't like that's okay yep uh i'm not gonna be doing that uh 
you know, consuming, having my mind elsewhere of like, are you on them? Right. Is the, is the, you know, is the footage, you know, whatever. So this deer ends up coming straight to us, eight yards facing and, uh, and, you know, super, we're really high up and it's like a super steep angle down. He's trying to get the camera off of the camera arm to get back on the deer and basically we get this one line and at this point now he's in like brush and limbs and stuff and like i don't have a clear shot well he keeps working down the creek and it's like a quarter away which is good but super steep angle on this deer yeah and he stops in this one little last gap before he keeps walking on to you know crossing another property line and, and going off and i felt confident and i've killed plenty of deer at that angle right but the margin for error is just way smaller and I hit the deer high and basically buried into one lung. Hmm. Didn't, didn't get a exit. Penetration was bad. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was, I said, I wouldn't get into this. I ended up shooting a, a, a different broadhead that I wasn't originally planning on shooting. And I think it just had way, way too much drag to it. And I've actually, since then I've beefed my setup. I'm shooting a, a heavier arrow now because I'm wanting to get, better penetration and i'm not getting sidetracked with you know debate about all that stuff yeah. but um it was a one lung hit and uh you know again it's like it's a, it's a it's a good kill shot i mean it's you know you can kill deer that way no problem it was a lethal shot it was a lethal shot i mean it's, it was just gonna it t- took a lot longer than we anticipated and i didn't realize this too but deer can live a long time. And I'm sure you're a good person to ask about this, but like on one lung hits, they can live a long time. Adrenaline is absolutely mind blowing until you're actually in the situation Yeah, to see what a deer will push itself through. I've seen deer that actually have been shot later on. They've been shot with one lung and their one lung is completely shriveled up and black. Yeah. They're still living. Yeah. Just going on about their life. One lung. Yeah. And so I, you know, I'd never had a, like a one lung hit like that before. And so I just assumed like, you know, the deer is going to go, you know, lay up, you know, it, you know, give him time or whatever, but like he's, he's lethal hit, like he's for sure going to die. But, you know, I was, I was kind of looking online and stuff. It's like they can live for days or to your example, they just live. Live. Yeah. But it's really, it's really high. The shot's really high. Yes. You, what? Five, five inches of penetration ish. Yeah. Six. So not a whole lot. No. Top, 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 top it along, yeah. quartering away. The rib cage there super is steep. much thicker than any other plot. Yeah, there. super steep angle. Yes, so there was a lot. That. There was a lot going against yeah. you there. And yeah, but like I said, you know, if I'd have hit, you know, several inches lower, it'd have been a different story, I believe. Do you think in that situation, you know, you're like, all right, you had the deer perfect at 15 yards, and I know you're kicking yourself now, but and then the deer comes to, I don't know how close to come under you or close to it. I mean, he was pretty he dang was close, real. But close. you're up high. He's down. He's even lower because mm-hmm. because I know kind of where you were. And it's kind of steep down there. And then the deer starts moving off. The cameraman's scrambling. Now you're scrambling. And panic mode sets in like, oh, my gosh. We just had this 165-inch deer come in. And he's fixing to get out of here. And he was inside eight yards. Yeah. What's happening here? Right. Gotta I, make have to, it I have to make this happen. Yep. Oop, there's a quarter. There it is right there. And then, you know, yeah. instead of. Yeah. And, and like I said, that is my, my – what I would have done different is, yes, I mean, I'm at, I'm at full draw for – Two plus time. minutes. It's a long time. It, chaos is setting in. Yeah. I mean, from I, I'm literally in my mind, the deer was dead. My my pin pins are holding on his vitals for 20 full seconds, and I'm and, and he's like no no no. Which again, he did nothing wrong, right? But it's just the filming dynamic that yeah. that that was the factor here. And like in my mind, the deer was already dead. Oh, like it, he was already dead. Yards, oh pin, yeah, pin top of the heart. So, but <laughs> but mean, then it's yeah. like your mind goes into a panic because yeah. you, you didn't, you weren't able to take that shot and now That's he's right. leaving. So you do enter that panic mode. Mm-hmm. You've been in draw at draw for two plus minutes. And it's like, yeah, my mind entered panic mode for sure. So what I wish I would have done was one, just taking the shot and been okay, not getting good footage. That's what I should have done. Mm-hmm. First option. Second option would have been, and it's hard in the moment to realize this, but after the fact, there's always, you know, lessons learned and takeaways is let the deer go. Yeah. And and run the chance that that like you know you're in his area, come back tomorrow and hopefully, you know you'll get that opportunity again at that deer. But in the moment when he you've, he's been in front of you for that long, 
and you're at full draw and it's like it, it's really hard to make a judgment call like that to be as be as level-headed as you are now looking back at it that was really right. moment of it especially you're in a three-day season right that's right very small you're very window. limited in time yeah. to his make pattern is going to change before after the three yeah. days yeah. and he's gonna be gone so yeah, yeah you got to make it happen in your head I and mean, i know you're thinking that yeah it's got to go down right now yeah and so that that like dude, i'm as much as i care for these deer like that is the part that hurts me the most about just not doing my job or or passing on the the opportunity i had to cleanly kill that deer uh i mean like nobody feels as as bad as i do about this whole deal as like as bad as this has affected me like it it has drove me to shoot my bow like hundreds of times a day and going to my bow tech and just like regrouping and rechanging everything and just like you know i just me at least having peace in my mind that like, okay, I'm correcting potentially what I can do better. So I'm like going back to the drawing board to be like, what can I do to make sure this never happens again? And, you know, I mean, it's, it's also like, I, I, I guess I've been beating myself up pretty bad, but I've had a lot of people like, man, it's bow hunting like that happens. And, and it does. I mean, you know, we probably shoot on average 15 deer a year between, bucks and i mean we shoot a lot of does every year and it's like you know we shot like even in the doe hunt last year i think i shot five or six deer no issues smoking them yeah no issues but it's just like you do this enough like situations are going to happen yep um and i I get that but it's still like i'm not okay with that i guess it's just not well no no situation is ever the same yeah when you're bow hunting we 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 prepare ourselves as good as we can do it yeah. Like you, you've been shooting and shooting and shooting ever since, kicking yourself. But you're going to go back into another situation. You're going to be in somewhat the same similar situation that you were just in. And you've got to make a good decision at that point in time. Like, what yeah. do I do? Yeah. And that's not to say you're not going to hit two inches higher than you've been practicing a thousand times in a row. Yeah. And you got to deal with that. Here's the other thing, too, is like we're also all human. Well, like that's I, what I'm trying to say. I, I, yeah. I always, it's a tradition of mine that I always start the year off with a prayer. Yep. And I hope I hope this also comes through in the episode is that I started the year off with a prayer and I, I before I prayed I said, Look, because I am saying a prayer right now and because I believe in God, like that does not mean that I think I am better than anybody watching this video. That's correct. I'm just as screwed up as anyone. Mm-hmm. I've got issues. I'm human. I make mistakes. Yep. And there is no exception to that. And so like, you know, it it was kind of I'm I guess I'm glad I said that because what ended up unfolding was a mistake and it showed the human side of me that we do do this a lot. I feel like we're, we're extremely confident in in our capabilities with killing deer, but stuff still happens that just like, you know, mistakes can still be made. We're not perfect. And I think that we have a responsibility to be as fully open and honest and transparent about those situations as we possibly can, because, you know, I, I think that, you know, in the industry, in this industry, especially in the past, it was like they would just scrap the whole thing if it wasn't a perfect shot, and just not show it. And it's like that's not real. Or, or reenact the whole thing, and that's right. Find or, yeah, the deer, fake it. Find fake the deer it. a day or two later, and then you know, and it's like okay, this you shot this deer. Sense. You shot this deer in the morning, man, and the sun wasn't even up, and now you know, you know, it's cloud. It was cloudy, and now it's yeah. sunny. You know, like, I, I've seen shots <laughs> on deer where it's like a terrible hit. And then they'll like, they act like, oh, he, he he went, right. here he is, he's fifty yards. 50 and it's yards. like that's not how that's that ha- that's <laughs> not how that happened. I personally know, I know people, and of course I wouldn't name any names, but I know people in the industry that have done that in the past. Yeah, and I, th- I believe that we have gotten away from that a lot more now. It's uh, still out there though. It like is. It is. Yeah. It's still out there for sure. But with shows like ours and mine, and you know, we 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 do try to keep it as real as possible. Yeah, uh, yeah. And that's why there's absolutely nothing wrong with that fifteen yard shot. Look, zoom the camera back out. Capture as much as you can. Let's, you know. Yeah. Just should take it. Dude, people, like Kendall just said it, people love the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we need to remember that. And you just learned a huge lesson there. Next time, I bet you, you'd be like, Cody, zoom it out. I'm fixing smoking. You know, he's he's right here. And if I, Cody, you on him? Don't care. Mm-hmm. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, everybody will love it just as much or more. Yeah. So, and I know that. I mean, I. Well, that that's what, like, <clears throat> that's what I want to at least have a, uh, that people know about us going forward is that like they're not they're hunters first 
Hmm. It's about the animal more so than the footage. And it's like, if, if an opportunity comes to cleanly kill that animal, they're not worried about the footage as much as they are taking care of the animal. Right. Like, and if that means that we don't have like these stellar kill shots, hopefully, I mean, we can still, it's not, it's not like saying that we're not still going to get that stuff. I mean, that's going to, it's going to happen. You know, if, if those trees and brushwood in the way, it'd have been the most phenomenal footage ever to shoot that deer. But, um, yeah, I, I actually saw a video. Um, it, I'm, I'm never going to name, name call, but it's a it's a known known guy. Right. They were like in Africa hunting and shought this. What I don't even know what kind of creature it was. <laughs> right, it's like, only a gazillion things. Yeah, I know. I don't know what it so. is. That shot it like uh, two at least two times with a bow, hmm. and both angles it was like you know hit off the the basically the back end of this deer. Hmm. It just like and then the other shot was like glancing off of it and then the next thing they know they're like we shot this thing and you know we smoked him and blah blah and it's like there's a perfect like bullet hole oh yeah through <laughs> through both shoulders through the and side, yeah side. and it's like mm. you didn't hit that deer there or whatever that creature <laughs> terrible, is terrible terrible just tell the truth man that's what i'm saying just it's just like truth. dude just be honest yeah. and that like that's what we're trying to do here is be as open and honest about this as possible so that people don't ever totally question yep. um our intentions or anything like that. I haven't even started on the story. I know. I, so, was, I was like, <laughs> so I was just about to say. So, so you got a you got a high, long five inches of penetration. You shoot the air, air hits the deer, and then let's go. So this is where it gets crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, the deer only went from from where we ended up finding him. I mean, he only went three hundred yards. It's not like he. It's not like he. You know, he went forever. But. Um, I've got permission from a large block of woods um, from where I was, we were kind of thinking this deer went and, you know, I've known these people for years, like no issues to go track. So uh, I know we can track there, but we saw this deer basically um, just, you know, take off and then we're like getting down and uh, I, I like, and we get back to the truck and like, I get this call from a buddy of mine who's like, Hey, I've got a buddy who is on this river and he was like, he just saw a a deer jump into the, like a buck, a nice buck, like dive into the river. And I was like, where was it? And he told me where it was. And I was like, dude, that was our buck. hundred (laughs) percent. He acted like it was a shot deer. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Is your air still in a deer? Yeah. Yeah. He said the air was, was, was buried into him. What, what, what are the odds of Lee getting a phone call? (laughs) Well, this is Lee Ellis. <laughs> it's the craziest. This makes craziest. sense. To me, this makes sense. What, what's the coincidence <laughs> of, uh, of him getting a phone call, uh, what, 30 minutes after yeah. you shot? Yeah. This is, this is, this is. I never would have thought that the deer, he he dove into the river. Okay, so this dude sees the deer dive in the river, and you you figure out, okay, that's very well could he, be dude, my he, deer. It's not like this is a, a you know, some big river that yeah. it's not like this is a river that there's just hundreds of people constantly. It's not like it's Lake Lanier, <laughs> right. right? There's one person on this river and he sees Dude, it deer. was like they were on a boat. They went, they, they just he's, happened to see he's this in a boat. deer. He's in a boat oh. on the river. Okay. Wow. Just happened <laughs> just to see this deer. In the spot where the deer's going to okay. jump in the river. All right, I got it. So <laughs> we had, you know, general idea of, obviously from where we shot, like we knew where we shot and then from, you know, kind of description of where he saw it, like, so we had a general area and it was, it was basically towards the big, big block of woods we have. So we searched, I mean, we had a search party. We searched like eight, for eight of us, I yeah. think until you went straight to the river where the deer jumped in. Well, I, we gave where the deer we thought time. we gave the deer time. So I, I drove back to where we're all staying at an Airbnb. We had like 16 sure. people oh, in this yeah. Airbnb. Yeah. It was a big crowd. <laughs> I piled saw up I saw the pictures. Yeah. And so, and that's another, I'll remind me to bring that up. Yeah. Again. So, um, yeah, go back, regroup, and it's like, you know, I was kind of originally thinking like me and just a couple guys would go, but everyone was like volunteering, like, no, like, uh, we want to help. So, yeah, there's like seven or eight guys ended up coming with, and we basically are just grid searching, just like searching all kind of along the river. Like if, you know, if he had come up on the bank, maybe just grid searching this whole area where we thought he was. Couldn't find him. I mean, we, we it's, it's two or three in the morning at this point. So the guy that saw, the guy that was in the boat that sees the deer, he just, all he said was it jumped in the river and then he's floating. Swim, and swimming, yeah. Sw- it didn't swim across the river. 
No, it, well, I, I don't know. They just they just got no like details. a glimpse of it. Yeah, okay. very little. It's okay. not. Yeah. Gotcha. So. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, it gets it gets way crazier. And that's a pretty good ways. I mean, that's several hundred. That's a couple hundred yards there to the couple river. hundred yards. Well, right. It's probably a hundred yards to the river, and then he okay. was probably two hundred yards down the river. Not as bad as I was thinking. And well, by the way, there's like a posse of people like all walking around. I just I thought everybody was dividing up. Next thing I know, I'm oh, like he's way away, two miles away. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and my phone's on do not disturb because it's so late. Yeah. And they're like blowing me up and they're like, like where'd think, you go? I think Kendall's dead. We need to go, <laughs> oh, no. we, we need to go look for Kendall. Yeah. Uh, so long story short, I pick up my phone and I had like 10 missed calls. And we're like, hey, we're ready to go. It's yeah. And I'm like, uh, I'm all the way down here. I'm, it's going to at least take me 30 minutes. Oh, boy. <laughs> so so boy. we're like, all right, we'll, we'll regroup in the morning. Like we'll have daylight. We can okay. see. Sure. So. We come back the next morning and we, we, you know, we grid searched, you know, a pretty good area. There's no blood, right? The, the, no, no. The, no, the shot was no way too high. Yeah, yeah there's it, no blood. And trail. it had been raining too. Oh, yeah. So that, it also downpoured. Okay. So we literally like combed the the riverbank for, I don't know, at least a mile. Yeah. You're just looking yeah. for dead deer right. right at this point. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, uh, and again, we have permission to search this whole area. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a huge block of woods. So yeah, right after the shot downpour rain that night again rained again so it's like blood trails not yeah. even not even a thing it's we're just looking for the deer so we go back the next morning and i'm and you know we searched like a very long section of this river and it's like well maybe he didn't go that far so like i, I was like well, we'll knock on this guy's door he owns a chunk that's that's on the river so i knock on this guy's door this is where it gets crazy <laughs> and it's still just the beginning so knock on this guy's door. He's, and I'm like, Hey, you know, explain the situation. Hey, we've, we've, you know, mortally hit a deer. Uh, you know, we're looking for him. Do you care if, if I take a look around? He's like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Like no, no issues. Perfect. No worries. Yeah. I'm walking through the woods, uh, walking down to the river. And I hear this boat just coming down the river. And all of a sudden I hear, Oh my God, look at that big ass buck. You've got to be kidding me. Huh. <laughs> no, <laughs> swear. That's like just as much as the first phone call you got. I swear. Now this is number two. So, wow. <laughs> oh no, no, dude. Okay, so keep going. <laughs> they they swerve this boat and start coming right at the bank. And then what I've learned, kind of after the fact, that this deer is minutes, hour, hour. He's almost dead. I mean, he's still he's still alive, but like. He would have laid right there and, and expired. He yeah. can't. He's got nothing left. Yeah, right. So this boat swerves and starts now coming to the bank. And there's like, you know, several people on this boat. I think that their throttle got stuck. Oh, and I, I'm, in the, I'm in the woods 30, like <laughs> just right off the bank, basically, watching this happen. Their throttle basically gets stuck, and they just like basically crash into the bank, <laughs> oh almost almost crushing this deer. Which would have been great. Just go ahead and finish them off with the boat. <laughs> they almost like seriously. They almost. So did. you're running at this point, right? No, 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 no. I'm just standing in the bushes, in hiding, watching this, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. I, I'm like, I don't know what to do. They get caught up in this log jam, like on the bank, so they're just like stuck. I mean, like you basically it. ramming this deer, and they're like. Like, get a gun. We need to get a gun. Like, we need to shoot this thing. Can we get him in the boat? Like, you know, we need to, we need to get this thing out of here. And so I'm like, you know, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna take the buck. Lee, Lee, Lee calls me, and he's like, you're not going to believe what just What's happened. What's going on here? I'm like, <laughs> he tells me, I'm like, what? And he's like, what should I do? Should I talk to him? Uh, and I was like, I don't know if you should talk to him or not. No, I, I didn't know what to do. I would have run down there, I swear. Well, they were digging through the, through the boat looking for a gun. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not going down. I'm not, I'm not going down there. I'm like, I'm just gonna, just, I, I don't know what to do. Bunch I, of crazy I just, rednecks floating down the river in Tennessee. Right? With, yeah, they got a gun, and, and, and I'm like, and dude, I don't know what to do. I'm literally like almost in, in shock. I'm just like paralyzed, almost. Like I, I, I don't, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so they're literally like rummaging through the boat looking for a gun. They're like open all the compartments, all this stuff. Like they just had one randomly stored in the boat. And yeah. I, hey. Right. Where'd you put that thing? <laughs> and so I'm just like, I, so I'm trying to remember exactly the progression of this thing. I think that they eventually got hung out of the log jam 
and they kind of went back out in the river and I guess they're sitting there hanging like what like making a plan of what what to do like I don't know if they're going to go uh actually get a gun and like come get this what what plan they're sort of forming I have no idea but I was like this is this is out of hand like this is getting this is getting out of control I, I've just the only thing I know to do at this point is I've got to call the game warden I I've dealt with uh I say dealt with I have um made relationships with we we try to do that oh, everywhere oh yeah sure yeah we try to do that everywhere because yeah. like if I ever have a question that's right you know I we we ask that bounce questions off them a lot just to make sure that we're doing everything to the absolute best of our ability to do it correctly and so every year we go to like if I have a question because every state's different. And so we're, you know, constantly asking questions. Well, I, I've gotten to know these guys for several years. Mm-hmm. They've checked several of my setups. They just like, I just don't think they're, they, they know that I'm, that I do everything right. So they don't have to worry about me. You know, if, if for example, a situation like this comes up. So I'm like, I, I've got a good relationship with, with these game wardens. So I make the call and I'm like, Hey, here's the situation. I don't know what to do. And as I'm walking back to the car, the, the, the guy that gave me permission to retrieve deer comes running out and is like, you're a poacher. He said, he said, I just went onto the, the TWR website and it's not deer season. He's like, you're a liar. It is not deer season. You're a poacher. Right. And I was like, sir, I was like, it's calm. Like it it is deer season. He's like, no, it's not. You're a liar. I said, sir, I promise you. It is deer season. Mm. We've been doing this for a long time. I said, there's an early velvet season that comes in. It's just for three days. And I said, I promise you that it is, it is deer season. He said, I just went on the, the TWR website and it, there's, it says it's not deer season. Right. And he's like, I'm calling the cops. Please. Well, <laughs> it, he is correct on the TWR website for public lands. It's just a private lands. The uh, velvet season is private lands. That's right. So he looked up on the uh, website and looks up public lands. So now he's thinking... Good. But but if you just type in Tennessee deer season 2023, mm-hmm. it pops up like the three different dates, like yeah. archery season starts, you know, gun season starts, whatever. It doesn't list anything about velvet. The, the velvet the velvet season. season. So, so immediately what you So in that. his mind, he is 1000% convinced that sure. I just lied to him yeah. and fed him a whole crock of BS and yeah. and that I that, that I'm a poacher now. Yeah. And, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is his, his mindset right now. So he calls the police and I've, I've got the game warden on the phone. Yeah. The police show up. That's almost good now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, in a way, yes. With what else is going on. <laughs> right. So Bub out there trying to again, get in the boat. I explained the whole situation to the game warden. The police officer gets there, explain, explain the whole situation to the police officer. And the game warden was, extremely helpful in explaining the situation to the landowner that, Hey, it is, it is deer season. And, but this guy didn't want to hear it. I mean, he was, he, he had, he was, had made up his mind. He just wanted everybody to get out of there. Yeah. He was, he's just, just totally convinced that this was all just BS and a lie. Hmm. I mean, even the police officer was like, Hey, we, he is cleared. Like, yeah. He's he's good from yeah. our, from our end. He's good. He's not had too much drama now. He's ready. To just, yeah, he's yeah. just yeah. 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 I think that when he went back in and you know did looked online or whatever, and it showed that it or he thought it wasn't season that he just saw started seeing red, hmm. and I think that's all that it was. It was just like an emotional reaction. So because when I first talked to him, he's like, "Yeah, sure, go ahead, Great, yeah, 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 no problem, yeah, awesome." And then all of a sudden, it was just like total change, a major change, yeah. But then you have to get permission to Retrieve. get another shot in this deer. Yeah. So yeah. the the deer would have laid there and he would have expired. He one hundred percent would not have gone. Anywhere. You still that haven't was, gone down to the bank and seen. No. Him. No. Okay. Um. So, anyways, like the guy gave me permission to you know put a finishing shot in that deer, and that's the first thing I did. Went out there and put a finishing shot in the deer, okay. and he you know was was done. He didn't move. Yeah. No. Yeah. Could, couldn't move. I, I mean, it all out. Yeah. yeah. And it was like. Again, just like <laughs> it was kind of weird. I had to watch him die. I I made myself watch him die. Okay, I got you. Mm-hmm. And it was just because, a like, reminder. I I did this, 
this is like this is my doing yep and honestly it was like a a very like deep experience for me and it just really like just like an emotional thing where it's like i'm watching the life expire or leave this deer and it's because of me like this is my fault well it's also respect like you're you still care about the end result and right. like we all know that we're taking the life of another animal right yeah and like and like lee said to start with we, we all love we're so passionate about these deer in, yes. in any animals for that matter and that was the direct result i, I just you. i just felt like i had yeah. to to watch because yeah uh i don't know i, I felt like turning away was like coward i yeah. would felt like a coward in a sense yeah and it really just drove home the lesson that i just talked about earlier that is put the animal first at all costs no exceptions and like that is just deeply deeply like ingrained into me now like literally just watching that deer do that i would have felt like a coward if i'd have looked away honestly and uh so i sat there and just like you know watched watched him expire and i'm at this point like i'm just in a a whirlwind of emotions is the game warden and the police still there and everybody? I mean, no, at this point the, the police was like, Hey, like she was kind of like, this is not a big deal. She's like, I got other stuff I got to go do. And she, she actually like, got a call and said, Hey, you're I gotta good. Go. I got to yeah. go. And, and so she was like, he's cleared from, from the police side of things. He right. is clear. And the, the game warden said the same thing from the game warden, like the department of natural resources. <laughs> he is clear. clear. Yeah. The, um, boat, the boat's gone. The so boat? the boat the Just boat took off took during off all, and during I, all this. I think they went to get a fire a, yeah, a firearm it's my right. guess yeah, yeah 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 they took off and I'm, I'm, my guess is they went to go get a get a firearm so the, uh, the bank is way too steep mm-hmm. to get it it's not possible to drag them out no uh, impossible literally so we um, <laughs> Tristan was with me and we like so slippery of a bank you can't do nothing you yeah, just be slipping and sliding so we have a boat we buried this deer or just like put some brush over him where you couldn't see him for like anybody else that happened happened to come cruising down the river and called uh my good buddy Catman. he yeah. loaded up mm-hmm. his boat met us at the boat ramp we hop in the boat go load the deer up get him out and uh you know get him basically back to the house and there's, you know, again, we're we're in camp. It's like, you know, suburban uh-huh. camp. It's an Airbnb house that we all just dogpiled into. Mm-hmm. So we get him back to the house and, uh, you know, get him get him caped out, get him straight to the processor, get him totally taken care of. Not a none of that is the only, you know, I hate to even say that, but the one good thing about him being alive was that. The, the meat wasn't meat spoiled. Yeah. spoiled yeah. And I hate to even say that. But no, I mean, I, no. That's, that's, that's true. A, that's a good that's thing. That's true. That's a good it thing. Is. For but sure. we got him, anyways, <laughs> got him fully taken care of to the processor. Like, you know, everything finally is like, you know, it's it's probably 5.30 in the afternoon at this point. We get back to the house and I sit down and I'm like, oh, like just. I mean, in a in a if if this was on a farm, for example, no big deal, right? In a suburban setting, where are you out? The I, I don't know how to judge it from from the uh, the swimming pool uh, well, incident. With, oh yeah, I don't know which one was worse. I know that this one stressed <laughs> me out like a thousand times more. But maybe it's because it was because you pulled the more. trigger. <laughs> I was <laughs> laughing more one. about the situation because you were still taking the heat. Uh, yeah, that <laughs> was kind of like peace out. <laughs> that was kind of not yeah. <laughs> Just I was. There, take Lee it is, all. I was taking the brunt of that. Deal. Lee is so much better with all these Karens. We're just gonna let him handle. Let's go. Let's go. Drew's like, yeah, shut the door. Let's get out of here. They were finger shaking at me and just. <laughs> they were. Bad, I was just bad. just getting beat up by these Karens. And yeah, y'all peeled out on me, and I'm still standing there, just like, what do I do? I, I didn't even shoot this deer. <laughs> and you know, unfortunately, that's just what suburban hunting comes with yeah. it comes with this sort of stuff that, so that's right for me personally i've never had a situation like this in 17 years of hunting sub- suburban areas mm. never i've never had this this situation like this this was this was by far the worst you know kind of thing that's ever happened to me uh personally and it's it just like it dude it was uh it's brutal but um 
But you learn a lot out of it. I mean, you yeah, got, you got a lot out of this whole ordeal. Yeah, really. Yeah, for sure. And that, and that again, that's why I think like being open and honest about mm-hmm. the whole deal is like I'm hoping that this is there's significant takeaways for even people that are just looking to get started in filming. You know that they it's not easy, man. No, I catch my. You know, I self film everything. I don't mm-hmm. have I don't have cameraman. I can't afford it. First of all, but I catch myself all the time trying to get footage with the camera and trying to zoom in tight and all that, and I miss a lot. And a lot of times the deer ends up. I think he's at 40 yards and he's at 20 and I'm like, Oh my God, you look off the camera and you're like, Oh, he's right here. You know? And then, uh, you know, I, and I've caught myself multiple times drawing a bow back and they're, I got it too tight Mm -hmm. and I need to, I need to come back off of it some because I'm capturing the story too. Yeah. And I mean, I, and I got to take away out of that as well. Well, and and a big reason and, and why I really like love the podcast format is we can, we can really unpack a lot of stuff. Mm way more detailed than you could in a video. Oh, yeah. I, dude, I, I have no idea how this video is going to turn out because when the chaos ensues like that, it, it, you know, I get permission to go search this guy's property. I'm not walking back there with a camera guy or a bunch of buddies or even yeah. holding a camera in my hand. Yeah. Like all the conversation. We're just going, we're just, yeah, we're just yeah. finding the deer. Yeah. That's, that's what we're here for. That's right. So like the filming went uh, out the window. Oh, that guy would have, Totally switched gears, I think, already yeah, if we had broke a camera. camera. Yeah. 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 That might have been like, what are, what are y'all doing? Yeah. 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 The instant you see a camera guy, there's there's all sorts of questions that go on the air. Like, whoa, what is he doing here? It's right. Like yeah. that, for sure. So it's like, yeah, I mean, we're trying to keep a low profile, but like at that point, too, the last thing on my mind is filming. Like, yeah. hey, let's make sure we're capturing this. Yeah. I don't even care at no. that point. Yeah. We need to get deer in the back of the truck. So I, I, we may have to do, I'm hoping that the, the podcast helps fill in the, the, blanks or fill in the mm. gaps for people but we'll probably have to do some sort of voiceover to like tie all tie the footage together because I, honestly i have no idea what we have as far as like the recovery side goes yeah um so you are gotten the deer back you sat down in your house so we sat down yeah you sit down chilling. and i just like did you say that we had to get a boat yeah 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 okay. yeah. Okay. yeah catman got a boat yeah yeah just the most stressful deer situation of my entire life. It just happened. And I, I I was so stressed. I didn't even really get to like soak in and enjoy the moment as much as I always really like to. You don't. Yeah. You're beating yourself up a little bit more too about it. Oh yeah. I mean, I Kendall, he was green. I know. He turned green. Well, it it sucks a lot out of you. We we filmed, I remember we filmed an interview and, uh, trying to explain yeah. what was going on. And I was like, you know, uh, I was like, did that help at all? And, and Kendall was like, dude, I think that you are so, mm. your head is in such a, of just a not, I don't know, a whirlwind place. He's like, you just need to probably like refilm some stuff later to not, not restage, but right. just film some some commentary after the fact that sort of explains what's happening right. as opposed like, like, you can settle down. Yeah, like we've done or and you've done like in your trophy room just giving context to the story, right? So yeah. it's just when you've started that and I heard the tone in your voice and everything like you were just like not in a good head place. Yeah. I'm still not. Like I'm still to me though that's way better than you jumping up and down and high-fiving a bunch of guys and rolling around. I mean, yeah. on something what just happened. Yeah. Your response was legit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. That's what happened, man. So we go through this whole ordeal. And again, it's like the phone call, the the guys crashing the boat, like the game warden, the police, you know, this guy's yelling at me and stuff. Like, dude, it was the phone call. Like, we would would never have known to even look there. We would not have gone and looked. Mm -hmm. Neil in a haystack twice. Mm -hmm. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm walking through the woods. And I hear the words, look at that big ass buck. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Mind blowing. So. And then they crashed. Yeah. It's <laughs> I like, mean, the they were all yelling happened? and screaming and cussing because they they crashed in the bank. Like the throttle was jammed. They were in, stuck in a log jam. It was dude mayhem. So. I think they had a natty lights out. <laughs> <laughs> so we get back to the house and sit down. Everything's done. We did everything to the absolute best of our ability to remedy the situation. And um, my phone rings. Mm. And Slade is uh, hunting a big buck. Mm. 
And he said, I guess they saw the deer on the way into the stand in a field. And so they're like, oh, you know, we need to get in the stand. Like he may be working our way. Mm-hmm. So they rush in, get in the stand. And then this parking lot next to him, this truck just whips in. And this guy hops out, guy and a girl hop out and uh, throw on the pair of boots, reach in the back of the truck, pull out a rifle and just start to just to take off into the woods. This is suburban. Yeah, how long like, have you been sitting on the couch? This isn't city limits. How long have you been sitting on the couch? Not long. <laughs> I mean, dude, not, <laughs> like five minutes. Oh, like boy. got back from the well, processor. One good sigh out and he, uh, I don't even, honestly, I don't remember. Everything like was kind of a blur. Blo- a blur. Wow. I don't even know if I was able to sit on the couch. I think I had just gotten back and was just standing in the yard. All right, so Slade calls you, and this guy's got a rifle, and he's there. He comes. He said, "He said, Lee, Lee, this, he said, uh, there's this guy over here. He just pulled him with a rifle. He's he's running after the deer. He just he just dove off into the woods." And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I was like, "Okay, I'll call the game warden." Yeah. Oh my god! I've already been talking to him all day. Yeah. Hey, so good old buddy, old pal. I call him. <laughs> he didn't answer. Um, and then uh, as I'm as I hang up. A cop drives by our Airbnb. Mm-hmm. So I'm, you know, flagging him down, waving him down. I think Slade had called the police too. So I flag this guy down. I tell him the situation. I'm like, look, you know, it's archery season. This guy's out here with a rifle. In he's, he's, yeah, in the city limits. He's run, he's just run on this property. My buddy's filming him. They just, are like, is filming this hunt. They just filmed and saw the whole thing. And so he, uh, he was, on his way home, but he calls dispatch mm. and, uh, there was like a, a church in the area. So the call that went out was there's a gunman at the church, an oh, active no, shooter, no, no, someone with a gun at the church. No. And it was like, that was the, dis- I mean, I explained this. It's situation. a Sunday. It's a Sunday afternoon. Here comes the FBI. GBI, so dude, I, I called, so the, he, he does the dispatch. He pulls, pulls off. I call Slade. He's still on the phone with dispatch. And then I call Tyler, who was filming Slade. And Tyler's like, dude, there's already eight cop cars. It's been 60 yep. seconds. He's like, there's already eight cop cars here. So I think they ran the guy's tag mm-hmm. and uh, knew who he was. And so they are blaring over their intercoms. His name. Yeah. Mr. So-and-so. Come out. Come out of the woods, you know, with your hands in the air. Like, you cannot shoot a firearm in the city limits. Like, mm-hmm. just broadcasting this into the woods that this guy <laughs> ran into. Of course. We've heard that before. <laughs> so, uh, the guy apparently comes running out of the woods, and he had ditched the gun. Sure. So, they saw him go in with it. He's with his girlfriend. He ditched the gun, and he's coming out of the woods now with no gun. They get into an argue. He, he's in an arguing match with the cops. Like saying, I think he said that like this was his property, or that he had you know something something or other, and he's like, "You better not shoot me!" Like cuss words are being thrown around. Like oh it's boy. it's legit, like heated, heated like really ar- bad situation. Dude. And the cops are have their weapons drawn because the dude had a firearm. They know that he did. Yeah, and so obviously they're gonna have those at the ready. But this guy's coming out of the woods, and and he's like, "I'm not coming out. This, you know, this is my property, or s- some exchange to that extent." And they're just yelling at each other, "You better not effing shoot me! Like, are you gonna effing shoot me? Just like, just yeah, bad, bad real bad." Evidently, this guy has been around the block before with the, they the cops. Yeah, yeah, they knew who he was. So, yeah, I mean, to, I, well, I would kind of assume that he was maybe driving around looking for no, he was a deer Actually, to shoot or something, because yeah. like you know. I don't keep a deer rifle in the back of my mm. car. This is a bean field? In no, no. Just no. a field? Just a field. Really? Mm-hmm. So, um, there's like eight cops dealing with the guy, and we're over on the the you know property next, and or down the road, and um, eventually like a couple cops fork their way over to us, and they're getting, you know, Slade's uh, t- side of the story and all that, and... um. I'm there too now at this point. And the, the two cops that pulled up like had these big grins on their face. They knew who you were. They were like, man, we watch all y'all it. stuff. <laughs> 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 uh, 
That's so, awesome. Yeah, I mean, we start, you know, it's it's a little bit lighter moment at that. Because like, obviously, like, they didn't hear a gunshot. So, like, the deer, you know, that he didn't shoot at it or whatever. But so they're getting their side of the story and, and all this stuff. And he's showing the video of him going in with the rifle and then coming out without it. So mm-hmm. just kind of showing them, like, hey, guys, like, there just is there. A, there is a firearm over there. Mm-hmm. So um, they end up sending, like, three cops to go look uh, on this property, you know, for the rifle. And we're sitting there just kind of, you know, BSing with the cops or whatever. And uh, I was like, hey, they're they're looking in the wrong spot. They need to be over here. Mm-hmm. And he was he handed me his flashlight. Here's, he's, he said, here. No way. Y'all go help. He said, you're at your, I was, I was like, we can't just go on someone's place. He's like, no, you're, you're aiding in a police investigation. Yeah. If you're, if you're with those <laughs> Where three. Where are you at, Kendall? This is your. Uh, no, listen, look, man, I was already back home. Uh, Deputy Goat yeah. Lightly. <laughs> I was so, already back home looking for poachers. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, he's like, no, you're, you're aiding in a police investigation. As long as you're with those officers, like you're, you're good. So I'm like, well, again, like this is how extreme we take dotting our eyes yeah. and crossing our T's is I, call the game warden again. I'm like, Hey, they're wanting us to, you know, basically go onto this property and help them find this firearm. Cause we have a pretty good idea where it was. It's good. Um, and he was like, he's like, if, if they're telling you to go and you're aiding in a police investigation, he's like, you, you from our standpoint, like you're good, like cool. help them find the firearm. Hmm. Um, so we go over there and, um, there's like a little wire fence and like, the first thing we're looking for is like where this guy came out of, like where there'd be a gap in the fence that he would have come out. So find a gap, yeah. immediately find binoculars. You're a hunter, man. Yeah, you, I know. You know where to go. Yeah. I mean, you're like, okay, I would have gone here. I, I mean, we're looking there. for boot tracks, you oh, know, yeah, like man. the whole deal. Like, track, I, oh, yeah, I found where some brush was laid down where it's like a deer wouldn't be crashing. <laughs> so awesome. this stuff. You and see that twig that's broken? <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I, I said, I said, I said, he came through here and, he, and the cop was like, how do you know? I was like, well, uh, this is all crashed down. I was like, a deer's not just going to run right. through and, and crash through this stuff. Too cool. And I was like, this is this guy running through this stuff. And so, like, we immediately, I think Slade found the binoculars. And then uh, we're, like, looking around. And then Tyler, he's filming with his camera. The whole, All this is on camera. This is great. We can yeah. do an amazing episode on just it. this. <laughs> yeah. And he's, like, uh you know, got a, a flashlight and he's filming and he looks in this, we're looking at these rock piles and he's like, I got the gun right here. And so we all go over there and this guy had stashed it in yeah, this sure. rock pile. And, uh, sure enough, like pull the gun out. The cop sits there and unracks four rounds. Yep. I mean, he had it in the chamber, everything ready to go. And, uh, Unreal. you know, walk out with this dude's firearm. And, uh, that's when I snapped that picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Us walking holding out, the gun. yeah, yeah. Us walking that, out with the that gun. That was a cool picture. And uh, you know, they collected it all as evidence and stuff. I mean, when they ejected the shells, they have their gloves on, like putting it in evidence bags. All the whole, the whole deal. And uh, so, yeah, walk back to the trucks, and then uh, that was all what, in one day. What an ending to the <laughs> afternoon. What I would ask is that. You have less drama for the rest of the season. Dude. Please, because I'm with him the rest of the season. <laughs> right, right. <I> Cody. <laughs> Poor Cody. <laughs> you sure you want to do this, Cody? I don't know. I might be retracting my idea. <laughs> I would be confident. Well, I take that back, but I would think that it would be downhill from here. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Man. I don't know, man. I don't you know. don't know, dude. <laughs> I mean, last year with uh, like – even urban setting versus the polar opposite rural. We were in South Dakota. Uh, yeah. We were in uh, North, North Dakota. Dakota. That's yeah. right. Had the wild deal in North yes. Dakota. Last the kidnapping year, so. like got deal. Him. Yeah. 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 He got kidnapped. Well, let's, uh, let's just gun, keep it. One, another so, whole gun situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's just keep it to one a year. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. That that's fair. We can. Well, we can try to do one a year. <laughs> but um, oh, man, what an amazing it, dude. It it was all in one day from. Cops called on me, game warden, guy screaming at me, people crashing the boat on the river, getting the deer out, getting them taken care of, get the call, the call about this deal, back over there, dealing with the cops again, dealing, calling the game warden again. And they, the, the cops and game warden were extremely professional, and I have nothing but amazing things to yep. say about how they handled every situation. Yep. And that's why we lean on them. That's why we have yes. their numbers. That's why they're our friends. At the end of the day, game wardens are uh, there to defend hunters' rights. 
Yes. And so, you know, I think that this gentleman has since called the game warden a couple times, still like, you know, trying to get hunting banned. And it's like, oh boy. The, 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 the game warden's like, sir, like this is, this needs to happen. This is the hunting is yeah. necessary right. in these areas. Um, so, you know, they're, they're out there to defend us for sure. But it was, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where like in the moment of all of it, you're just like, what, what do we do? And I, I think the only thing that we know to resort to is just to be honest about it all and truthful about it all. Um, and I, I, I don't think that will ever change for anything we ever do for any situation ever. Um, so anything to say to our listeners out there that want to become suburban bow hunters? <laughs> don't hunt with Lee Ellis. Come on. <laughs> They're out here taking notes right now. Like, uh, wait a minute. Do I really want to do this? And the answer is no. It's extremely stri- it high is. stress. It is. It really is. But it's also very high reward it at is. the same yeah. time. It's super, totally super tight. You never know how somebody's going to react when you knock at their door. Yeah. Like, I was Facebook stalking the guy who he was going to knock on his door to see if like, <laughs> oh, yeah, he bet, was yeah. Yeah, a hunter or whatever. He didn't even have a Facebook right. uh, profile. That's right. So. But like I, I, I am looking forward to Kansas so much because it's <laughs> like you don't have to deal with the tight property lines. You can just go hunt. Yeah. And it's like I had so much fun last year in Kansas because it was just so different from the suburbs because the suburbs is just so stressful at times. It is. Or like when we were turkey hunting this year out in Montana and Wyoming. I mean, we were just running around. Just go. Just going. Yeah. Just go. That's what I can't wait to be in New Mexico. Yeah. Um, It's going to be a a great way to kick off the season and uh, get perspective on being in God's country and yeah enjoy it yeah i will let it i need to get to kansas because i just need it to melt off i just need to get like yeah. i say this i've said this before but like the woods has always been personally like my church and where oh, i've yeah. always felt my sense of peace and so like these last few days we've been at home and i'm still just as like stressed out uh and anxious about everything as almost the whole process of going through it and i'm just like i just need to get back in the woods and like just like take a deep breath and and kind of regain my sense of peace. Well, you also have some stressful days ahead trying to yeah. get permission on some yeah. absolute giants. Yeah. So, I'm uh I'm hunting the biggest deer of my life this year. Yeah. And it's not the one we did a video of recently. Mm. That's all I'm going to say. That's good. But another point that I will bring up that we kind of faced in this too was uh Meme pages. I think I've seen you on a meme page. Uh, meme page, yeah. Meme page, the hunting meme pages. Which, uh, to be honest with you, like this is a whole. This could be a whole separate, and we and we'll probably just do a different podcast to this uh, to this point <laughs> at some point. But we actually, um, someone screenshotted it and sent it to me that that we made it on a meme page. And the reason we made it on the meme page was because one of the last pictures I posted. Um, was a big group picture. And I, I think maybe it was perceived that like, that's where we killed a deer and we had, you know, 12 yeah. people yeah. out there. Right. To, that wasn't what it was. That was, it was back at camp and everyone's kind of standing around and like, we took that picture. And the reason I posted it was because I was like, man, I honestly, like, I don't like it when I feel like I'm the center of attention. Like I, I really don't like it. That's right. Like I, I like, celebrating other people and I don't want it to always, I don't want it to be about me. Like I don't, I don't like that feeling. Um, and like the reason I posted that picture was like, I want it to be more about the group of people there because everybody helped out in one way or the other where it's like, you know, there, uh, we had some, like my girlfriend was there and her friend was there and Slade's girlfriend was there. And it's like, whether it was them helping us, you know, they, they weren't Slade's girlfriend was hunting. Mine and her friend uh, was not, and it's like, even if it was them uh, ordering pizza for us when, for when we're all done hunting, getting that's, back at the house, that's like, what I'm saying. They're contributing to the right. weekend. Like everybody pitched in that weekend. It's camaraderie of all of it's, it. Everybody get y'all had an awesome weekend though. There was a lot more yeah. deer killed than just yours. Yeah, I mean y'all killed several, three or I think uh, four maybe three at least. 
Four deer. Dylan. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Dylan, Dylan, Hunter, and, and Jason. Jason. Yeah. I mean, what a weekend. Four deer. That's yeah, a, it was, it was amazing. amazing. And that was the point of the picture was like, it was kind of just like a, I wanted to almost say thank you to everybody that was there, even though I, I, you know, they'd killed deer previously, but like that was just the deer that we had in camp that, and everyone happened to be there. So we all hopped yeah, in for absolutely. a picture and I'm, I'm the one holding the deer. Uh, I think it was maybe perceived a different way, but it was just a group picture. And like the reason I put up there was again, just saying thank you to, and to everybody that was there. Like those people in that picture are more family to me than friends. Hmm. And you know, that, that just meant something to me. So like, you know, I, I think that maybe how it was perceived and, 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 and to be honest and, and transparent about this too, like I'm not against meme pages to be honest with you. Like, I think sometimes I am or well, well, sometimes I don't agree with some of the things they post, but I do tend to agree with them on a lot of things for holding hunters accountable for the content that they, they, they are putting out there. I guess I'm not even familiar with a meme page anyway. So <laughs> no, I don't I have no, when you said that I'm thinking to myself, I know what a meme is, but I mean, it's, it's basically a, so like, uh, an, an Instagram and I'm on there, apparently. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, it was for, uh, I think you made it on there when we did the doe hunt mm. and it was like oh, a okay. picture of all the does or something. Yeah, 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 and again, yeah. it was not, there was not full context there, but hmm. you know, I, I do think that, uh, again, we can talk about, unpack this on a later podcast because right. right. there's a lot to talk about, but like generally speaking, I don't necessarily totally disagree with some of the stuff that they stand for, but, hmm. um, I think there's a difference in like doing it, um, legitimately and like with the right mindset and like doing it responsibly as opposed to just like posting trash just to post trash right but there are some stuff that like people put out there on social media in the hunting space that i do think they need to be held accountable for totally agree um but however i will say i I think the group picture one was not see i didn't see it that way I, mean, no. I don't know if it's just because I know most of you or whatever, but I saw yeah. it and I was like, man, that's freaking awesome. That's the whole group. I, and I, I envisioned myself because I didn't talk to you about who was staying in what house yeah. or whatever. And y'all all packed in. Now it just, it makes even more sense. Well, we were me. all at camp. It's not like I, we were that's all what in I the saw. woods. I saw know, a camp and picture. There's 16 people. I saw everybody woods, celebrating like, over this yeah. deer with you and it was just awesome. And that's the way it should be. Yeah. yeah. So awesome. But uh, uh, that's kind of side note. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that stuff later. Cause I, here's what I really want to do for a podcast idea is like, whether it's a, a, a meme page guy or whatever. Like I would love to sit down with someone who is extremely critical of what we do mm. and just have a conversation. Like I want them to ask difficult, someone to sit down here and ask extremely difficult questions. And we just get to have that'd a interesting. Yeah. conversation. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. I just don't know I'm down with that. who would be the right person to do that. But so if you guys know the right person, hit us up. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was it. That's pretty awesome. Just a short, you know, day. <laughs> I mean, hey, is that a gray that, hair on your chin? That could have been a whole season. I feel like I aged. <laughs> a couple gray hairs popping out. Several, several years. Uh, but that's so awesome. Um, you, did, you did a good job, though, man. I mean, the whole thought process, the recovery, um, doing what you're supposed to do. I mean, dotting your I's and crossing your T's is what you did and took away a lesson at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that, that that I think that's the only sense of peace I have right now is that that I do know that, like we did everything to the absolute best of our ability. Yeah, because yeah, I mean you were like you were saying earlier. I mean we're all human and nobody's perfect. And no, those things are going to happen. Whether you want them to, yeah. you can do everything in your power for it to not happen. And don't. It, it's going to happen no matter what. And, and don't think what you do gonna, after yeah. the fact that's is what right. matters. Yeah, you know what happened in the moment it happened. Yeah, what happened after the fact is the only thing that really yeah. matters. So yeah. it will happen again at some point in time. <clears throat> well, in closing. Uh, we already got you. You're headed out west. Yes, we're here for the Georgia opener. Then headed to Kansas. Wait, co- what's your first plan? I'm coaching high school football, so my plans are based around that. Yeah. So, but uh, Jaden's a junior this year, starting linebacker, pullback. Um, my first trip will be Illinois, October 14th. Taking so kind of later. Taking my dad. Oh, that's gonna be uh, awesome. Well, it opens October 1st anyway, so yeah. I'm gonna go up on the 14th. Uh, be the first people there. Uh, some friends of mine own a, a big track of land, but dad's never killed a Pope and young deer in his life. And um, I had him shooting the bow a good bit, but man, his shoulder's hurting so bad, we're resorting back to a crossbow now. And Kendall, I got to hit you up about that one. But 
We're going to get Dad in a crossbow and see if he can't kill his first Pope and Young deer. So I'm nice. really excited about that. That'd be cool. Are you – you'll be hunting the Georgia – uh, yes, Georgia season. Okay, I've got a deer fixing to get feed now. Matter of yeah. fact, um, that's I'll, the I'll first love. first plan though. Yeah, first plan. Yep. Okay. So it'll be doves this weekend. Yep. Um, deer the next weekend. Um, well, I'll be deer hunting in Georgia until I would really like to tag out for the first time ever. I'm going to try uh, before I go to Illinois. Yeah, I think that'd be really awesome. Kind of put Georgia behind me so I can, and then maybe maybe we can even connect at some point in time. And you know, I don't. Pull a late later season hunt. We need to do. We talked about it and talked about it and talked about it and talked about it, and we just you know so we just the doe hunt was like kind of the first overlap, but schedules get so crazy. But yeah, we need to be intentional about about something like that. So uh, my my season is I won't talk about it. Yeah, no, I just (laughs) I'm I'm consumed onto one (laughs) thing, and and nothing else matters until maybe something happens there. But uh, we're not talking about that. We out. Yep. That's done. Hope you enjoyed the story. Out. See ya.